Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Interiath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Step into our mystical world called Antiriath and follow our party of three dummies as they adventure across the lands. Talit Grug, half-orc, half-mystery, the fighter, played by Taylor. Body Knot Greenleaf, the halfling rogue with a penchant for taking things that don't belong to him, played by Josh, and the ever-mysterious Eclarian Shadow, half-elf ranger from the Eclarian Mountains, played by Seth. And last but not least, the creator of our beautiful world, the man of many voices, and our dungeon master, Sam. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful journey. Please take a moment and rate and review our podcast if you are enjoying. It helps us move up the charts, helps other people like yourselves find us, and it helps support our wonderful, wonderful cast. On last week's episode, the party gets back to the Confluence Guild Hall after their long, arduous journey and defeat of the Druid at the Old Moon Tower. Shadow follows a tip that he received from the assassin, takes him to Overport to the Drunken Boar, where he does some reconnaissance and some spying. Talik begins to fear that the pull of his longsword of pallid light is stronger than normal, and asks Miku Jalau in the Confluence Guild Hall to do a little research on what's going on with this sword that appears to be cursed. Body Knock catches up with his old buddy Leech and eats some sausages and drinks some beer. Shadow makes it back to the Confluence Guild Hall to find Talik in a bad state, withered, drinking, and clutching on to the long sword of pallid light. The gang finds a bounty for an undead bard on the bounty board in the Guild Hall and decide that it's probably time to get Talik out of here and see if we can get some life back into his eyes. And that gets you caught up to where we are here. Bye, Nock. Have you seen something on the guild board? We're leaving tonight. We gotta get him out of the field. The only thing I know that he likes more than drinking is killing. And I just assume we need to get him out there to kill something right now. He's oh, yeah. depressed or some shit. And when you say that, I just look at the sword and I'm like, yes, yes, soon, soon. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. To the sword. Let the sword pick something. <laughs> it's yeah, what you, you really need. Yeah. You, you hear that? You hear that? Yeah. Soon. I promise. Soon. It looked like somebody needed some killing of something that may already be killed. I'm not really sure, but let's go. Bush, uh, where's Bushy? Is uh, you talking about this undead bard? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I gotta get a hell out of here. This place is sucking the life out of me. 
<laughs> Body knock, you ready? Are you gonna leave any sausages for me? Shit. No, they're gone. <laughs> no, they're gone. <laughs> Oh, like shame, like shameful. <laughs> oh, how many? God. How many did you eat? Oh man! Okay, so y'all are headed out. So it is. Bucci's let you know it's at a little town called to- Toad Hop, a tiny little town. Just Oops, a uh, little. It's uh, it's about fifty miles south of Billyatok, so you're talking um, Moralton, actually, about fifty miles south of Moralton. Yeah, Toad Suck. <laughs> That's great. I was writing Moralton, it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so that's that's just one day on your uh, on your mounts on your glorious steeds. As we're riding, I want to yell out to Shadow and be like, Shadow, have you checked this calendar recently? Am I, uh, am I gonna uh, do the thing that I did that time again in the moonlight and with the howling and the, the tearing and the Look, the look, hair? Talik, what you do with your penis when we're all asleep is between you and it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm talking about the thing with the teeth and the claws and the the Talent, the Talent. And... Like I said, what you do with your penis is between you and it. Oh my I gosh. don't want to hear any more about it. Oh the ripping and the tearing. The ripping and the tearing. Oh my god, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I don't know how to read these calendars anymore anyway. Uh, the, the 23rd is the next full moon. A fuller. That's right. Oh, you talking about the thing with the lion that you did in the hole with the blood? Yeah, that thing. Well, I don't remember. That's just what y'all told me. But yeah, I I, I just remember coming back. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. We'll chain you up real good when it gets close. Yeah, just like last time, huh? <laughs> yeah, just like last time. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, me and Body Doc were fine. You'll be okay. <laughs> Oh Just keep gosh. me away from any polite townsfolk, please, on the 23rd. All right, and then we just keep riding towards Toad Hop. Okay, so y'all get to Toad Hop uh, in the evening of the 19th. So the first thing that y'all see is a lovely sow as you enter town. A lovely sow? A c- one cow? One cow. It's a one cow town. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's just the first thing you see as you walk in, and uh, you see a little inn called the Misty Bunks, and a, a quaint little tavern called My Left Boot, and painted on the side of this brown sow is uh, the word Mayor, and it's sitting outside of this... Uh, my left boot tavern. That is this has literally a, a cow? It's literally a cow. Something? Okay, and it's got the word Wait, mayor painted saying, on it. Are you saying it, sow or cow? Sow. Is that a female <laughs> a cow? A sow is a pig. Yeah, a sow's a pig. A sow's a pig. Oh, see, this is what happens when you, you mean run heifer? published material. A no, heifer. it's a sow. It's a pig. It's, it's a, a pig. pig. It's, it's a, a pig. brown 
brown pig. Okay, 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 okay. And okay. it says mayor on the side. A pig is the mayor. Okay, so well, she- you're you're fine, Sam. I'm the one who said cow. Well, I thought the sows <laughs> were cows too. Okay, since good. since I read it, I've thought, wow, sow being a female cow is really kind of redundant. Okay, so I'm gonna walk right up to the mayor, and I'm going to stroke my ring of oh, druid kind. Stroke it, and I'm gonna say, "Hello, mayor." She glances over at you, and her eyes get big. She swallows down the hay she was chewing. She says, "Well, hello there, Genevieve. <laughs> I'm the mayor of this here town hop, and I haven't had a conversation in ages. Oh my God, how are you doing?" Alright, I'm about to make I'm about to make sausage out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> compliment how Sam had no intention of voicing that pig at all. And came up with that voice on the spot. Bravo. Well her name is Jinnabean, so that helped quite a bit. That that gets you in the flavor. Jinnabean. Jinnabean. Okay. Well I'll take the compliment. Uh, hello, hello, Miss Jinnabean. Uh we're just down here because we were at the Confluence Guildhall up in Billiotalk and said something about some kind of dead singing guy or something. I don't remember. Brody, yes. Uh, oh, please. I'm so glad you're here. He's been terrorizing everybody. Man, oh, they're just the whole town's all up in a tizzy. You, you go on in there and see Miss Huberta Hadley. She'll, take, she'll tell you all you need to know. About how to see old Frody. Oh, he was just the sweetest little thing. You should have all I remember when he was just the size of a little frog and he run up and give me a little pats on the head. Are you little saying Frody? Frody. Fro- yeah, well, I believe that's what I always known him as. I think he has a longer name, but on account of me being a pig, I don't remember it. Oh, how long have you been the mayor? <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious, at least 15 years now. Oh, my. There's no term limits around here. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, well, okay there, Miss Jenna. Well, you just in... Is By that this a point, hand? Like sniffing at body knocks pockets and kind of like rummaging around them. Body knock and I can't hear her, so we're just looking at each other like, what the fuck is he doing? He's talking to a pig? <laughs> Because this is the first time I've used the ring, too. And and y'all think I'm the sick one. (laughs) (laughs) If I was chaotic evil, I'd take control of her and never run Just use the the sword, stab the pig, I'll make sausage. Solves all our problems. She's like (laughs) sniffing all around you, Body Knock. (laughs) Sniffing at your, like kind of rummaging into your pockets. She says, "Mm, this boy smells good. What you hiding? Oh Your my siblings. God. She starts, oh yeah, I hate some of them. I don't think I don't think they can talk to each other. Oh. <laughs> Although that was she, funny. She's responding to him. He wouldn't be able to respond to her, but she could respond to him, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it's a Dr. Doolittle world. I don't know. I don't know how it uh, works. I don't either. Little <laughs> world. Okay, Miss Janet. Well, it was nice to meet you. Good luck on the next election. And uh, Shadow's oh, like, come on, guys, you. this pig's crazy. I'm like, I just go to Shadow. I go, where the fuck are we? They have a pig mayor. 
<laughs> so y'all uh, step in. Yeah. And uh it's just this dusty little My left uh, boot tavern. Yeah, my left boot. You see someone stand behind the bar. She says, Oh hi to that. My name's Huberta Hadley. Welcome to the my left boot. You folks look uh like you're not from around here. Uh no ma'am, we're here about some kind of dead singing guy. Oh thank goodness. It's been forever since I, that was posted. You see, uh we've been having a, a bit of an issue. You see, Brody, uh, well that's the, the one that's been wandering around, he died almost a month ago. Everyone in town <laughs> attended his funeral. He y'all know about Frederick Dartwild, right? The famous bard who's born and raised here in Toad Hop, then went all over the world adventuring and singing for people. Hmm. Uh, y'all, y'all make me a history check. I can tell you Shadow has no idea. I don't know. It's a pretty low history check. He was pretty damn famous. Eleven. <laughs> I mean, bo- both of you guys know. Um, body out. You, you probably know as well. I mean, he w- he. It, it'd be like saying, "Oh yeah, I've never heard of Britney Spears." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Um, Froderick what? Froderick Dartwild. That's a name. 23. Yeah, I'm a big fan. (laughs) Big fan. (laughs) Hey, while they're talking, can I, can I wonder, like, what, what else do we see in this little place? (laughs) You see other people? I'm going to read the box text. (gasps) My left boot. It says, Frederick Dartwild, a famous bard, born and raised in Top- Toadhop, is all anyone in the Hamlet can talk about. You've already met Toadhop's honorary mayor, a friendly sow named Jimma Bean. You've also seen the frightened, troubled looks on the faces of the simple, hard-working folk who inhabit this rustic thorpe. You see, Frodi died almost a month ago. Everyone in town attended his funeral. Now he's crawled from his grave and returned to the cabin where he was born and where he spent his childhood. The family that owns the cabin now is out of sorts, to say the least. The family that lives there, a father, a mother, and their three daughters, is staying with the neighbors until this grave matter is resolved. The good folk of Toadhop would like it very much if you, being adventurers, could pay a visit to the old Dartwall cabin and find out why Toadhop's most famous bard has returned from the dead. The sooner he stops sneaking up the place, the sooner he can be laid to rest. Again. Hmm. Okay. Uh, is there anybody else around the left boot that I see, or is it relatively nah, empty? Or? It's, it's basically just her. Can I can I wander back into the restroom? She says, "Oh yeah, we got an outhouse out back you can use." All right, I'm gonna leave y'all in here, and I go out to the outhouse. Can I look around the dirty, disgusting outhouse and see if I see like a rat or a, anything like that lurking around? Oh uh, yeah, let me see. Make a check for it, maybe. Um, I, I checked, and uh, yeah, so you you actually do see. A little, little mouse sitting in the corner. Oh God! I I uh, pull out the long sword of pallid light and approach slowly, <laughs> <laughs> and I just lift it up over my head with the crazy look in my eye and stab down into this mouse and kill make it. Make me a make me a attack roll. Okay. Let's see if I can hit this little guy. Eleven. Okay, that 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 hits him. So as you hit it, you can almost feel like you've been getting a a thirst 
and it's like when you're really, really thirsty and you have just a drop of water and it almost chokes you because it's just like a little sip. That's the essence of what you get. Uh. Yeah, and, and the sword kind of makes that sound too. It's almost like... <sighs> I do like a little shiver, like when you're like a... <sighs> like when you're done peeing. Yeah, <laughs> and... Uh... And then I go pee, and then do another shiver. (laughs) (laughs) Then I come back inside, and I'm like, "All right, boys, what are we doing?" And I like have a big smile. You're feeling a little bit better, but you're not feeling like 100. percent Oh, we're going to look for the dead guy, the same dang it dead singing guy. Well, then you're gonna want to go out to the dark wilds old cabin, and uh, as far as I know, he's been there. The Dart Wilds old cabin. Where is that? Uh, she'll kind of like lay out a little map. It's she's like, well, here's the main road right here, blah, blah, blah. and she draws it out for you. It's just down at the end of town. Okay, were well, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Can I have a beer, please, before we go? A pint? Oh, absolutely. And uh, she hands you a, a bottle that says a beer. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Yeah. Crossover. Are there any open container laws in Toad Hill? Where are we? Uh, Toad laws? what? No, we don't have oh. any laws here. Oh, okay. Uh, laws, no laws. I just, I just carry no, it out. No, Miss uh, <laughs> Miss Genevieve takes care of all that. Okay. Okay, uh, so yeah, on your way down there, you see some young, unkempt uh, fellas, four guys, kind of like watching you guys and like following you from a distance, kind of mumbling to themselves and, and kicking rocks and stuff. Uh, you know, none of them are older than 13. And uh, they're just kind of watching you guys. Y'all seem to be quite the sight in this little town. I yell out to them, hey! Y'all got a problem? And uh, they just kind of like turn and, and look the other way, just like stupid teenagers, just kind of looking like they pretending not to be following you. One of them like pulls out uh, some dice. Is like, you guys, they start just like throwing dice in the middle of the floor while they're like looking at you. Yeah, that's what I thought. Just keep going. <laughs> okay. They uh, they keep a much further berth from you, but you, you can still see them back there following you a couple blocks back. Uh, you you arrive at the cabin and the front door of the cabin's wide open, and a rotten stench emanates from it. When we're still like a hundred yards away from the cabin, I am going to cast primeval awareness to identify um, if there is any presence of aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead. I remember we've done this before, and I don't recall. You do find out what type of creature it is, right? Last time we said you found you sensed an aberration. It doesn't reveal quantity or location. Well, it doesn't reveal their location, but I can determine what and where. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's a there's a dim light coming out of the doorway uh, as you approach this place. Hmm. You hear the the boys kind of mumbling behind you here. One of them say, Dang it, they ain't going inside. Shut up. Well, Frodo's gonna hear you. 
uh, they're just kind of like talking to each other. Um, you do sense, by the way, they, they watch you do that. And eyes went wide. Uh, you definitely sense the presence of undead, but it's not a particularly strong presence. But it, you get that noxious odor of the stench of undeath, even mm. with your primeval awareness before you even get close. This place gives me the creeps. And when you get close, the stench becomes one that you detect with your mundane senses. <sighs> Body knock. The door is wide open as you approach. What's up? Body knock. You farting out these sausages? What is the smell? That's not me. Shadow. What is it? Uh, well, uh, according to my elven senses, there's there's some there's there's something dead, but not dead. It's uh, they may be right. Old what's his face might be might be floating around in here. Uh, want to try to maybe why don't you sing and see if he'll sing back. Sing, yeah, sing something, <laughs> like an old soldier song or something. Okay, uh, sing uh, one of Brody's famous, one of Brody's famous songs. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. Uh, old Toad Hill, how I love your trees. You I hear can't remember a, it. A, a moaning come from inside, and it just continues on. It says. Lilies in the water, so sweet. That's him. That's Frody. Talent, get the hell away from that door. He says, "No, come on in." Who's that beautiful voice? Oh, oh thanks. Fuck. That's me. I've always been a fan, Frody. And I walk in the front door. <laughs> and so, as you walk in, the cabin is just full of buzzing flies. Seated in a dark corner behind a rickety kitchen table is what's attracting those flies a putrid human corpse with yellow eyes. In a raspy voice, he says, Well, my name's Frodrick Dartwell. Uh, my friends call me Frody. A Frody? You're not looking so hot. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's looking pretty rough. He's uh, oh, that is pretty rough. What, 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 what's up? I thought you died a month ago. That's what your your mayor told us. The pig. Oh, uh, she. Oh, Jenna. I remember when I was just a little tiny tot. I'd pet her on the head. Oh, she's right though. Yeah, no, I I died a month ago. Now me and my trooper out adventuring got caught up in a whole nest of those uh things with the lion faces and the pails with the stingers and manticores. manticores yeah that's what it was canonically written right here into the book i thought that was pretty <laughs> fantastic no really it's oh. really in here. I thought that was great <laughs> that is great uh, oh well, well what are you cursed what did they do to you shadow this is uh, this is too much for me get in there Oh, Shadow just kind of shakes his head. Talek going head first into shit as usual. And follows behind him. I'm so glad you're out here. Everybody else keeps running away. As much as they love me in life, they seem to hate me as much in death. I'm so glad that y'all are here. I've been wanting to tell people what, what happened to me. I was 
laying in my grave, dead. And, uh, next thing I know, my casket's open and my mandolin, my beautiful golden axe, it was gone without it in my grips. I arose from the grave. I saw a couple of halflings running off with it. I heard them talking right before they ran off. I look over. I look over at Body Nog and give him a side eye. Like the fuck, you you've been with us. Talking about they uh they uh they had toad hop accents. You know, I worked hard to get rid of mine, but uh, it's unmistakable once you're from Toad Hop. Everybody always slips in. So, did we hear the children laughing and nudging each other when we were approaching the cabin? Yeah, yeah, they were like, holy shit, they're going in there. Okay, so Shadow says, Brody, let me ask you something. You mind hanging tight here with my pal Tolik and Body Knock real quick while I check something out for you? See if I can't maybe figure out where your mandolin is? Oh, sure, please, guys, go right ahead. So, <clears throat> Shadow's gonna cast Zephyr Strike and travel like the wind, literally the description, up to the children and pull one of their hoods back. So you... And just, I imagine like anime style, like you just appear in front of one of them yeah. and they all just take a deep, sharp breath. You're just like... And you pull one of them. They're not wearing hoods or anything. They're just in, you know, shitty little kid's clothes. Just your okay. average uh, clothes... You know, short hair. One of them's got a stupid bowl cut. They look up at you like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh are you? Uh, uh, did did he get you? Are are you a ghost? Are any of them halflings?" Yeah, one of them appears to be the halfling. Um, the other two appear to the the other three uh, appear to all be human. So I look at the halfling and say, "Y'all wouldn't have happened to uh, stumbled upon old Frody's instrument." out of his grave, would you? No, 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 sir, mister. No, we wouldn't go anywhere near that thing. Wow, yeah, no. Uh, the the tough one pops up. He says, Hey, hey, mister, no, no. My name's Evan. Uh, this, he, he wouldn't do anything like that. Uh, look, we, we're just curious. It's all, we, we don't mean no harm. We're not trying to start anything. The little halfling just, like, looks like he's about to wet, wet his pants. You think he might have wet his pants? Okay, so really kindly, I'm going to ask him one more time. Were y'all playing around the grave and seeing anybody running off with what might have been old Frody's mandolin? No, sir. No, sir. We ain't do no playing around the graves. Uh, in fact, we, we never really go out there. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of spooky. Uh, only on a day, but that was a long time ago. That was last year on, on Joey's birthday. We, we don't go out there. Where do the halflings live and toad hop oh there's, there's quite a few halflings i'm sorry sir so inside at this point frody's been like hey your friends are off so fast i didn't get to tell them i heard them talking before they left they said each other's names they're, they're mackerel and trout mackerel and trout if you ask around town i'm, I'm sure somebody's gotta know them 
So while that's going on, Shadow's told the kids, y'all go home and stay home. Don't come back to this cabin. I'm walking back up to the cabin. As soon as you turn around, you just hear, as all four of them just take off running. I pull out the decanter of endless wine and pour him a glass. I'm like, can you drink this? Hand it to him. He says, you know, I haven't been thirsty this whole time. And he starts to pour it down his throat, and you see where there's already a spot in his throat that started to decay, and the wine just <laughs> starts pouring out of the side of it and running down his shirt. I'm like, oh, well, it's worth the try. Yeah, he just kind of looks down dejectedly. He's like, I don't like being like this, but I can't go back to my grave without my mandolin. You gotta help me. We're gonna get your mandolin. You you know where Mackerel and Trout live? I don't know him personally, but somebody around town's gotta know him. Alright. So by this point, Shadow's back up at the cabin. Y'all find out anything worth knowing? Nothing out there. It was a bust. Yeah, he's, he thinks a couple of halflings named Mackerel and Trout are uh, responsible for taking the mandolin out of his grave. So we gotta head back to town and see if we can find them. Alright, let's go. So y'all head back on into town and yeah, it's uh you ask around a little bit. Uh takes you a couple people. I imagine there's like a couple old ladies sitting on a porch that y'all are talking to, and one was like, nah, nah, heard of them. The other one chimes in, she's like, Oh no, you know mackerel and trout. Mackerel mud bottom, trout bonanza, they live down in that stilt house on the that hut down by the river. They're the ones who come in and sell us crayfish and frogs for our boils. Down by the river. The fishy boys. Why didn't you just say that? Yeah, they're down there by the river. In a van by the river. No, no, not (laughs) a van. It's a, it's a hut on stilts. It rains down there, and the river floods. They gotta be up on stilts. Okay, ma'ams. Thank you. Tell them if they get any more crayfish, I've been craving a boil. Oh, oh, okay. We head to the halfling stilt house down by the river. You guys with your high perceptions, body knocking shadow, you hear him as they're walking off. She says, damn strangers, never know anything about the little folk. (laughs) (laughs) So you head down to the the van hut down by the river (laughs) so yeah uh y'all approach uh, a lopsided wooden hut squats on four wooden stilts next to the sandy shore of a shallow river oh wow it's quite adorable you see two halflings in overalls both enjoying the day uh one next to the hut and the other standing in the river futzing with a with a crayfish trap hey you didn't find any rings in that river did you I <laughs> and he starts oh, no. choking you. He just starts throttling you. No, uh, no. So, so you say he that he transforms into that creepiest scene of any movie of all time when Bilbo flashes into his creepy thing. That, oh, I hate fuck, that. That God, fucking. I hate that. It's the worst scene in any movie. It's terrible. It's so scary. It's so scary. I don't like it. I don't like it. So you see, uh, you see one. Down the river, he says, Ah, yummy day, you want y'all, we got all kinds of everything out here. You want to be around? We got rain. What you got going for you? It's okay. It's okay. I, 
I speak hillbilly. <laughs> and the... <laughs> it's like a weird blend. It's like a weird creole of common and halfling. Mm, okay. That, that he's uh, speaking. The other one walks over. He says, Hey, boy. How you doing there? And what can we help you folks with uh, on this fine day? Uh, this AI image made one side of this person's mustache part of a mackerel. I'm extremely disturbed. <laughs> what? That one's that's the one who speaks the really rough, uh, rough Creole. <laughs> he walks up. Hey, what you gonna go with? What you got? What are we gonna still coffee? You want some froze? <laughs> okay. Phil um, says, "Yeah, we got I, I all kinds of froze. We can tell you, we got all kinds of crayfish. What you need? How about a? Uh, <laughs> how about a mandolin? They." Both kind of look at one another. They say, uh, "Mandolin, we already got a mandolin just the other, the other week, about a month ago." What are the odds of that having two people need mandolin in one year? He kind of bumps macro Max says, "Hey, Jay, but what's it? You know what? Everybody come on, do these things. Everybody sing. Everybody, everybody come and listen to what now. You don't even know what about." This hey, hey, this guy says he likes to see homos naked. <laughs> Checks out. Now that's a deep cut. <laughs> Joe Dirt. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Joe Dirt. Oh God. So, uh, wait. You say you you got one, as in you acquired one, and then took it to another person for that person, or you have it in your house. <laughs> He says, yeah, and I'm where it, said, we, where we is went. he? I understand him. Don't you worry about it. Oh, where is the I, guy? Uh, <laughs> Scythian? Scythian Scaldaring? Oh, well, he's at the Scaldaring Conservatory, obviously. And out there at the... Scaldaring at the Scaldaring Conservatory, huh? Well, yeah, that's his namesake after all. People like names name things after themselves when they got that kind of money. What do they do at the Scaldaring Conservatory? Oh, glad you asked. You know, we used to work out there. We used to pick olives for them back before we lived in this tiny hut. We actually lived there with them. But uh, all the olives, they withered up a while back, and uh, so we, we've been let go. These days, I don't think they really got much of anything as far as staff goes. We probably still got the cook on staff. Uh, maybe if they're real nice, they probably got a, the... Uh, the groundskeeper. I can't even remember that fellow's name. What was that fellow's name? How should be a bit of a Body knock. These are your people. You talk to them. I'm done with them. I don't understand these fuckers. They're not my dialect. <laughs> yeah, for the city, city athlete. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just give us the fucking mandolin, buddy. Ah, uh, yeah. We were happy to give it to him, but where I got no mandolin. So yeah, like you said, we ain't got no mandolin. We we happy to give it to you, but uh, you know, I believe he was gonna give it to uh. To one of his his favorite people. What what's that name? Ah, uh, Van Timmel. Yeah, the Van Timmels. That's who it was. Willie Van Timmel. Yeah, it's his star pupil. He's gonna give it to him, hoping to pay off some of his debts. Get some them Van Timmels is filthy rich. 
Where does he live? The uh, the Scout Gang Conservatory. Oh, it's just a little ways out of town, not too far. What well, what direction? Well, I can point you the way. I tell you what, though, I, he's not gonna give it up willingly. I don't know what you guys are planning, but uh, all right, we'll kill him. You you can't just go in and start killing people now. This is a no, upstanding no, gentleman. Oh, we do it all the time. Now, now hold on, the, now. I don't know direction, you, or you'll join the list. I don't. Oh well, dude, we don't need to be violent now. But I don't know if y'all understand how things go in Toad Hop. Miss Jennebean will be real bothered if you start killing people around here. Well, we'll kill her too. And she'll be sausage. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, you don't gotta get rude, but you gotta understand this man's a teacher. He's got he's got young kids in there that he teaches music to. <laughs> the, you the younglings. <laughs> You go. You can't just start murdering a man in front of his students. You're talking about a man who had you rob a grave. There's no harm in that. I'm a, yeah, I wasn't using that thing anymore. It's just an it innocent was. little act. Well, you go over to the Dart Wild Cabin your own self, and you find out how harmless it was. Now, point me in the direction of this conservatory. Dark wild cabin. No, we didn't take anything from the dark wild cabin. We we took something out from right, his grave. I'm gonna draw my bow and shoot this guy in the fucking knee. <laughs> yes, do it. I'm tired of his yammering. <laughs> you pull the bow out and it shrinks down a little bit because he's a he's a half leg, so it gets it's a little bit small when you point it at him. He says, "Oh no, hold on. I'll tell you whatever you need to know, but I, I'm just gonna tell you right now. He's not gonna part with it willingly. I mean." I, you might could take it from him, but uh, I, I don't want anybody getting hurt. What, what if we could help you figure out how to get it in a more uh, discreet way? What's your idea? Uh, Max says, And he goes over to the sand by the river, and uh, he starts pushing together the sand. And he says, "Now, number two, child, number two, she, she, where? If you come up with different right here, but number two, number 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 number, and he's talking to this uh sandcastle that he's made, that's just absurdly elaborate. He starts telling you about the the way that the Scaldering Conservatory is arranged. So he tells you it's got four floors, uh, counting the roof. It's got." Two exterior doors, a door in the front and a back door leading into the kitchen. Uh, they're good sturdy oak doors. Uh, they bar them shut at night. All the windows are latched shut from the inside. We uh, maybe checked, he says. Uh, from the skylights on the roof, you can see the third floor room that holds Cillian's fancy instruments. Cillian's quarters are somewhere up there on the floor, floor too. And like I said, they let most of the staff go except the cook and the housekeeper. They sleep next to the kitchen on the ground floor. Like we said, we work there, so we know the layout real well. The students, they live on the second floor and all have their own rooms, but they take the vittles in the dining hall on the first floor. And then there's the staircases between all the floors and the towers on either wing. These are the towers here. And then uh, there's a elevator powered by magic that runs between the dining hall and the second and third floor hallways. Okay. Now, you, you gotta know about Mr. Scythian. Like I said, since his olives all dried up, he's been... Uh, really struggling to pay off his debts uh, this uh ma mandolin that we took him he's trying to he, he paid good money to take it to him but he's planning on making a lot more money by getting in good with the van timmels like i said that's one of his students you think he already took it to him 
Well, they're they're there in at the facility, but I, I'm not sure. I think he was uh gonna wait until they graduated or something. I'm not really sure what his plans were, long term. Oh, okay. Oh, and there's a uh, there's one more thing that you might want to know. Uh, he's always got the key around his neck. The master key that works all the doors and Vorda the housekeeper, they he's got the other master key. And then one more thing you gotta know, Silly is terrified of frogs and, and toads. Uh, has been ever since he was swallowed by a giant toad as a young boy. Now don't tell him he, we told you that. He'd kill us. Uh uh Oh what one more yeah. thing, there's another person in the house. Uh there's a his Buddy, Joster. Yeah? What about yeah. him? Oh, he's... He's an odd fella. Just, uh... Hangs around. Aloof most of the time. He's a real, uh... Handsome-looking tiefling his own self. A tiefling is in that conservatory. Oh, did we not mention? Scythian Skaldaring, he's a tiefling himself. He's got blue skin, black horn. Mother... Fuck. He's kinda right. got a stick up his butt. Where is this conservatory? All right, we'll we'll show you the way. And they uh, draw in the sand like a long line, and then they draw the little river, and they draw the little hut in the sand. And they say, "Now you just gotta follow along this way. And you'll find them eventually." Fucking tieflings. Yeah, Joster, uh, he's he's a bit of an artist himself, but he's a uh, more traditional, as you say. He makes paintings and whatnot. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. Bye. Oh, all right. <laughs> we're just like all annoyed. We're like walking off as they're well, still Well, nice to meet you. If you ever guys uh -huh. ever want any frogs uh -huh. yeah, yeah, or crayfish, uh -huh. we'll sell them uh -huh. to y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, you uh -huh. have a good one now. Uh -huh. Nice to meet you. Wait, wait, you got a kill nobody. You, you got a frog? Give me the frog. What do you want? Give me the give me the frog. Here, take some mud. What do you want? But but, uh, but this is a hay-based economy. Hay, hay, hay. You, you got you don't have any hay? No. No well, hay. you probably go down to the bank and convert some I've of your got silver this to arrow hay. I'll put nope. your fucking knee. Nope. Give it, give it, give you know it. what? I think I just saw a frog right over there. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if Mackerel can catch it. Oh, okay. He says, Mackerel can catch it. Oh, and okay. Like, oh. And he jumps over and grabs the frog. Okay, may, may I have that frog? Okay, thank he, you. He, he kind of like holds onto it for a second, lets you take it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, thank you. Good, good, <laughs> goodbye, things. Yep. Yeah, yeah, all right. Go, goodbye to you too now. Off to the tieflings. Fuck. Off to the tieflings. Fuck. So you walk in, and there's just the tiefling fuck everywhere. No, walk in. Walk in. There's a tiefling fuck everywhere. Oh, man. So, you recognize the Skaldarian Conservatory at once. A brooding keep surrounded by rows of dead olive trees. A long, straight, cobblestone driveway in need of repair passes through the orchard on its way to the conservatory, where the driveway meets the main road. Someone has posted a sign, a wooden sign, that reads as follows. Scaldering Conservatory, school for the musically gifted. No tours, no solicited sirs, no amateurs. So yeah, it's this place, like I said, it's got all these olive trees, but they're just worn out and clearly 
totally dead. Hmm. I am highly concerned. All right. Knock, knock, knock. Let's say, hold on, we need to figure out what time of day is it. By the time you guys got to Toad Hop, it was evening when y'all got here. So, did y'all want to do all that in the evening and come knocking on the door that night? Yeah, why not? I figure. Okay, so we'll say it's around like 9 o'clock at night. You come knocking on the door. You actually see uh, light from the windows as you approach. And you knock on the door. And you actually hear a a little bit of chatter and commotion, uh, like some quiet talking. Uh, You hear footsteps approach the door. One of the doors opens up, and sure enough, standing in the doorway, you see a uh, human male, and he says, uh, may I help you? We are here to see the master of the house. And uh, who might you be, so I can let him know? You may call me Shadow. Is there... Anything else you would like me to tell the master about your visit this evening? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Mm, well, well, so be it. And he closes the door, and a couple minutes later, the door opens up, and you see standing before you this uh, blue-skinned tiefling. He's got like a fancy frilly shirt on with all the... What's the, the puffy shirt from Seinfeld? He's got like that that kind of shirt on, um, with a, a silk robe over the whole thing. Spell his name. It's S Y T H I A N. And then Scaldering is S K A L D E R A N G. At first I thought it was Scaldering, but that should be an I, so I've been saying Scaldering. Okay. Did you guys hang back, or are you all up here with me? I am. I'm standing right behind them. Okay. okay. Uh, Mr. Skaldering, I presume. My name is Shadow, and these are my friends, and we have a matter of most importance that we need to discuss with you. And what might that be? I'm uh, a little busy at the moment, and you kind of look past them, and you see uh, several young people sitting around the fireplace off to the left. Uh, as you're peering into the room, there's a large dining table right in the center of it. Uh, you see, sure enough, another tiefling sitting over. One of the students is actually in a wheelchair, sitting over off in the corner. They all seem pretty young, between the ages of like 13 and 20. It's the X-Men. <laughs> he says, uh, make it quick. I don't uh, normally do business this late in the evening. Fine. I'll make it quick. It's no business. You hire two grave robbers to take the mandolin of Froderick Dartwild from his grave and now he is terrorizing Toad Hop and I want to know where the mandolin is he looks at you and he just like scoffs he says y'all have a good day sir <laughs> and he just like goes to shut the door in your face and closes the door I stick my foot in the door he says look I don't know what you've heard but I don't appreciate people coming to my home and accusing me of things. Now, it's time for you to leave. And he tries to push your foot out of the way. Talek. Make me uh, make me an athletics check. 
As he tries to shove your foot out of the way, it'll close the door. Can I give the help action because I reach my hand out and push the door too? You can. Yep. Yep. Do the help action. I rolled a 10. I'll roll mine. We'll see what we get combined here. I got a 22. So he manages to actually shove Shadow's foot out and the door is like going to close and right before it latches, Talik puts his hand on it and stops it right beforehand. He says, Oh, you brutes. What is it that you want? Just get the hell out of here. I'm not going to give you the mandolin. Why don't we discuss this inside? Can I roll intimidation? Sure. I got a 17. He says, you're not going to scare me into anything. I've got big plans, and you guys are not involved in it. Now, simply go away. I've done nothing wrong. It was just a small... Minor thing. No harm, no foul. Now I don't know about your people, but where I come from, robbing graves is a pretty serious thing. I would like to look over to Body Knock and cast message, point a finger at him, and telepathically communicate with him and say, Hey, Body Knock, I see a balcony about 20 feet above us. Do you think you could make it up there? kind of what I planned on doing. Okay. So he he says that back to me. That's what I planned on doing telepathically. Okay. Can he respond with message, Taylor? Yes, he can. He can respond back telepathically. Okay. Shadow doesn't know that I did that. I'm going to lean over to Shadow and say, let's respect the man's wishes. Have a good night, sir. As you let your hand off the door, he shuts it quickly and I'm gonna walk back over towards body knock like we're leaving okay and let's uh yeah I think I think that's probably a, a good spot to call it for the night yeah okay. uh, when you started talking to him I will the first when you were describing the building I plan on going through that third floor skylight to the instrument room regardless thank you yeah that'll be great okay so we okay. he as far as he knows we're leaving it's about 9 30 at night and uh, we're walking back down the path. Okay. And we will pick up there. We did get confirmation that he does have it. He said yeah. it's not that bad, blah, 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 blah. So I'm he's not going to give somewhere. it to you. He's got it somewhere in this Yeah, house. he even said it. He even said the word mandolin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, so we got a, we got a good plan. All right. So that'll be fun. So we'll get into the, the meat of it. That was like a almost pure roleplay app. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't fight anything except a, a, a rat. To be continued on the next episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies. Find out what happens to our party next week.